0: Deutsche Welle, Learning by Ear. Listen up, shape your future.
1: Hello, dear listeners, and welcome to Learning by Ear and Episode 9 in our series, Shall I Tell You Something? African Fables for Culture of Peace. Today, we are going to get in a time machine and travel back many, many years. In this episode, we learn why vanity is a big mistake and how the peacock was punished for it. So listening now to the most beautiful of all.
0: Many months ago, when time had just begun, Bigelow, the god creator of animals, sent the winged species to live on the Earth. It was intended that there the birds should blossom and procreate in peace. At this time, the hand still had teeth, and the peacock was still as white as salt. They lived there happily and in harmony with each other. There was enough to eat and drink for everyone. However, some time after their arrival, the Maribu's talk that God had officially named as king made the following speech.
2: Quack, quack, quack. Dear brothers and sisters, It is certain that we have been sent to live here for a good reason. For the first time, we have been left to our own devices. Only God knows what our fate will be. However, our lives are in our hands. It is up to us now to strive to live in peace and harmony. I wish you all happiness.
0: So saying the king took leave of his subjects, Thus everyone could go about their business and entertain themselves according to their moods and needs. Everything was idyllic and the birds lived carefree until one day a bitter cold swept over their kingdom. The harsh winter caused great damage amongst the birds. The peacock, whose thin feathers were obviously not designed for such weather, was the most stricken of all. Indeed, he trembled like a leaf. <coughs> Coughing incessantly, the peacock was overcome with fever, and in despair, he went to visit the marabou, his king, to seek refuge and advice.
2: <coughs> Have mercy,
3: <coughs> your majesty. I cannot stand this weather more.
2: <coughs> it is biting cold. I even have goose pimples, and I'm not a ghost. If you do not do anything, great chief, something terrible will happen to me, and whatever it is, it won't take long.
0: <coughs> the marabou moved with compassion, immediately called a general assembly through his messenger the parrot. All the birds attended. At the pitiful sight of the peacock, they all showed him sympathy and were kind to him. At the king's request, everyone willingly gave at least one warm blanket to the poor, sick bird. Then they bustled around him to stick all his feathers back on with a baobab sap. Later, everyone went home. The peacock, relieved, went into hibernation. A few weeks later, spring finally arrived in all its splendor and the sun generously illuminated the earth with its warm rays. To celebrate the long-awaited return of the good weather, the king decided to hold a big celebration at his court. The parrot, as usual, was commanded to spread the news to the whole community. Thus, she paid a visit to each citizen to inform them personally.
3: Everyone to celebrate the good weather. Praise the sun. Praise the
1: sun.
0: Even the peacock, who was still a bit sleepy, got wind of the news. The next day everyone was there except for the peacock, who took time to go down to the creek to prepare himself so that he would look as good as possible. Just as he was about to dip his head in the water, he saw his reflection in the surface, and noticed with surprise that, as if by miracle, he had become incomparably beautiful, a beauty for which he is still renowned even today. His plumage had transformed itself into a multicolored coat that glittered all over. A crest had even grown on his head, the famous blue crown in the shape of a comb. He therefore bent slowly, and then took his time to smooth down his shimmery plumage and dry in the sun. Afterwards, proud of his new appearance, the peacock hastily made his way to the ceremony. The festivities were in full swing and the tamtangs rang out, accompanied by the chattering of many different kinds of beaks, when suddenly everyone froze like a statue to stare at the metamorphosis of the late comer.
3: Really, our peacock?
0: Bird. The comments were flying around. The birds were all fascinated. Whereupon, boasting his new look and full of his own importance, the peacock took the opportunity to display his new plumage as much as he could and even strutted around as if he were doing a lap of honor. Pretending to apologize for his delay, he bowed briefly to the king and then, full of himself, he turned around and shamelessly addressed the others.
2: Uh, thank you, kind people. I am the most beautiful of all. From now on, I suggest you to call
0: me Mansaribon, the king of the forest. This haughty attitude greatly irritated all those who had given him blankets back in the days when the peacock was freezing. Feeling offended and getting more and more angry, some birds had already decided that the peacock should have all his feathers pulled out without exception when the king, from the height of his throne, intervened to avoid the worst and tried to reason with the peacock.
2: Quark. Quack, 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 quack! Peacock, you are indeed splendid but vain. And let me tell you this. You will see why your vanity will lead you. God will decide your fate. I will say no more. The celebration is now over. Quack, quack, quack.
0: The next day at early morning light, God made a rainbow appear for the first time. All the birds rushed to the creek to contemplate this unique work of art. Afire with enthusiasm, the birds flapped their wings, cuckling, fluttering and chattering with joy. At that moment, the peacock arrived and was immediately jealous of his rival, the rainbow. He spread his wheel shaped tail, but nobody took any notice. Wounded in his pride, he cried himself hoarse.
2: Look at me! Look at me! Look at me! Look at me! Look at me!
1: Look at me! Look at me!
0: But it was no use. On the contrary, his voice was ruined forever. Since then, he has indeed remained beautiful, but whenever he opens his beak, Everyone runs away from him, and that still happens even today. Thus our fable goes to sea, and he who will smell its perfume first will go to heaven.
1: And so ends our tale, the most beautiful of all. What a bitter fate for our elegant peacock. In the end, he got punished all by himself. Or do you think that the other animals were too hard on him? Send us an email to lbe at worldde or leave us your comments on our website at www.dw-world.de forward slash LBE. There you can also hear any or all of our programs again or subscribe to the Learning by Ear podcasts. Thanks for being with us and don't forget to tune in next time. Until then, goodbye.
0: Deutsche Welle, learning by ear.
1: Learning by ear. Fréquence, avenir. Learning
0: by ear.
2: Listen up, shape your future.
3: We are the future of Africa.
2: And education is our key to success.
3: Here in Africa, radio is the most important medium.
2: That's why the Doshovela has developed a special program for young listeners called Learning by Ear.
3: With radio dramas and features written by African authors.
2: The topics are politics, health and social issues, the environment and economy. Did you say you're selling tropical fruit from Africa?
3: Yes sir. Our company is called Appetizers of the Tropics, biscuits and sweets from Africa. Mm.
2: This is delicious. How do you do this? That,
3: sir, is our grandmother's secret recipe. <laughs> our philosophy is to sell a new side of Africa.
2: Learning by ear is not only informative but also entertaining.
3: Like the radio drama on malaria? Ah, I see my husband, you bought a mosquito screen. Wait a minute. Isn't this my wedding dress? My wedding dress is hanging on the window? <laughs>
2: Take it easy. You're never going to wear that dress again.
3: That is not the point. You only think of yourself. The program is broadcasted in six languages all over Africa.
2: Listen in and learn more about African everyday heroes, about new media or climate change.
3: Children's rights, family planning or African history.
2: Grandpa, what was life like for a slave? We've arrived. We should be off the coast of Barbados in a short time. Ah, that's good news. Prepare the slaves, wash and oil them. <laughs> I've lost too many people on this trip. I don't want to lose one more. You hear that? Everyone, get in line to be counted now. London? Yes, sir. Nobody? Yes, sir. Ship? Does anyone know where ship is? I'm here, sir. You're late come here and I'll teach you never to be late this is for everyone to see you will shout as you learn tune in for our next program or visit our website at www.dw-world.de forward slash LBE to listen to the stories
3: if you want to write your comments just send an email to lbe at dw-world.de.
1: Learning by ear. Listen
2: up. Shape your future.